Blog Talk Radio. So what are you going to say at my funeral now that you've killed me? Here lies the body of the love of my life whose heart I broke without a gun to my head. Here lies the mother of my children, both living and dead. Rest in peace, my true love, who I took for granted. Most bomb pussy, who because of me sleep evaded. Her shroud is loneliness. Her God was listening. Her heaven will be a love without betrayal. Ashes to ashes. Dust to side chicks.
see the moppers in the corner. They're sneaking out the back door. He only want me when I'm not there. He better call Becky with the good hair. He better call Becky with the good hair. What happened at the New Orleans? <laughs> Bitch, I'm back. I'm popular as a man. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. In my bag, swag. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah, I. Oh, oh yes, I like that. I did not come to play with you hoes. <laughs> I came to slay, bitch. I like cornbreads and collard greens, bitch. Oh yes, you got to believe it. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress I'm so possessive so I rock his rock necklaces My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana You mix that Negro with that Creole like a Texas Bama in my bag. Bill Gates in the making. I just might be a black Bill Gates in the making. Yeah, I want it. Start yellow, 
information, I slay. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. You know you that bitch when you cause all this conversation. Always say gracious, best revenge is your paper. What's good everybody, this is your British Persuasion Poetic 7 And I'm telling you to let your ink get naked With my Unplugged Talk Radio Hola, yo soy El Verbal Skills, y cuando escuchando Blog Talk Radio, I listen to Naked Ink with Maya, right here, every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Blog Talk Radio, Naked Ink with Maya. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... If you want hot interviews, Greek poetry, and social political conversation, all you gotta do is check out Naked Ink with Maya every Sunday night at 8 p.m. on Block Talk Radio. You heard me. <laughs> I pray everyone is well. This is Maya. We're going to do, or I'm going to do, a two-hour, well, hour and change now, uh, open mic and spoken word for everyone that's already logged into the switchboard. All you have to do is push the number one, and I will bring you on. I see area code 857 and 707. I promise you I'm going to bring you on momentarily. The only thing I I require uh, when you come through to Naked Inc. is that you're respectful of self. Um, and that you're respectful of each other. Um, make sure that, you know, you, you know, keep your grown head on while you're here, and we can get it in. All right? All right. So we're going to, oh, oh, before I begin, the call-in number is area code 347-324-5487. Again, that's 347-324-5487. If you know anyone who wants to come in, drop some knowledge, drop some, some fire, whatever they got, again, just give us a call or give a call into the line. All right, I'm going to begin with area code 857, who has been graciously and patiently waiting for, like, since the beginning of the songs and everything. Here we go, y'all. <laughs> Welcome to Naked Well, hello, Samaya. How you doing? Uh, how are you? Samaya. Okay. Yeah, can you hear me? This is Jeffrey. Hey, yes, Jeffrey. Yes, I can you? hear you. How are I you, am absolutely fine. You know, I thought I'd just come in and dip in for a minute, you know, since I missed you the last time. So I said, no, let me go in here and dip in and see what's going on. What's happening? No, not much. Just, you know. Hello? Just working and keeping. I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Can you not hear me? Oh, okay. I was going to say I'm I can hear you. Just, you know, focus. Okay. 
just here, just focused and working. So how you been, brother? Oh, you know, I just been hanging in there, going to school, trying to finish up, get my master's this year. At the end of the year, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to do that and put my mm-hmm. put my put my pen to paper and you know, and just keep going, trying to you know always try to uplift when I can and reach out when I can and. You know the normal, the normal everyday hustle and bustle of life, working, and you know just just doing the, just doing what we have to do to survive. You know that's basically it. You know. I got you. I got you. That's it. All right. So what what you got for us tonight? Oh wait, what 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 genre? <laughs> Any genre? It's any genre. This is naked. I need to, naked. I need to ask I mean, the question. I mean, no, I, you're good. I, 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 I mean, need to ask the question. <laughs> no, you're good, sir. I mean, it's I all good. Because I might go way out of left field. And <laughs> no, it's good. Whatever you feel or whatever's in the moment. I don't want to do this. All right, I'm going to do one. I, I'm going to do one. I'm going to do one that I did today called Love is a Thief. Okay. Sometimes you must take the tour of another's mind. One might find that her dark sits right at the edge of light. And night may be the folly that's been searched for. Sometimes you think that what you do or say nobody sees or hears, but yet your secrets are known. When you have the desire to get with that person with underlying motives, that me surfaces something sort of like a private investigator or a 007. Do you not know that God entrusted you with love and me? So you can't steal my love. You have to earn it. This love, but a competitive and insecure woman will tell you that true love is never giving up on someone you're in love with. A confident and spiritual woman knows that moving on doesn't mean you never love someone. She realizes that letting go is what God needs her to do because both of your happiness and hers requires taking different journeys for spiritual growth. So you shouldn't have left before you decided to get greedy, gold digger. Ain't you, baby? Well, baby, meet Freddy Krueger in 007. Letting go is sometimes the hardest thing, but it is the most real love you will ever experience. But you decided to steal and make an attempt to straight out rob me of what I had given you freely. Now I'm your night, night, nightmare on your mental streets. I guess you still haven't learned your ignorance turns to bliss. See, love isn't nothing to play with like a puzzle, especially when you're dealing with me. Too many, too many play between those fuzzy lines of love given freely. Not everything you must take at face value. Ha <laughs> ha, girl. Thought you had me betwixt with them lower lips. That was my long head thinking, but you fell for Dickie's age, old fatal flaw. See, you forgot or you weren't listening. When his manly words entered a woman's mind, my thoughts are to bear fruit. They must be the right words shaped cunningly. Baby girl, what part of you are you missing when you attempt to run back alley games on me when I have always been fair to you, then you try to turn me into Play-Doh stew? But I'm, I give you a pass. Sometimes a light goes out, but... It's blown into a flame by another human being for reasons we don't necessarily understand. We go backwards for the hope of getting over. But you see, 
one part follows another very closely. You must have quit, and you must have a quiet mind, easy minds to take those misfortunes that have you caught up and trust broken. Sometimes you have an unfortunate balance when thinking in zero and foolish, biting the hand that always feeds you, been there for you, told you. Sometimes you must take the tour of another mind and delve deeper into the dark mind like a private investigator in 007. Oh, now your thoughts running in circles like a Grand Prix. But you don't understand this is a spiritual psychic attack. You've done the son of the sun wrong, but take heed of what waits the sin of greed. For those who take but do not earn must pay most dearly in their turn. See, if you seek beneath my floors a treasure that was never yours, thief, you have been warned. Beware of finding more than treasure there. I would not put a thief in my mouth to steal my brains, but you tried the game and got caught. Love is the only criminal who, after stealing your heart, convinces you to celebrate her, the only reason you're not presently asleep. See, baby, only you are straight from a deep sleep chronic as I write by phonics like insomnia. I will always live the onyx night for revealing, and upon it, still you steal the bright light of day right away just to keep building at speeds hypersonic. To practice a skill of stealing told you by 007 and a private investigator. Now you must pay. Open your damn leg. You're about to get paid 50 shades deeper in peace. Mm. So what was the inspiration <laughs> behind that piece, Jeffrey? Oh, my God, girl. You know, when I, when I open my head up, I just go. Whatever comes out, comes out. But it's, it's this, mm-hmm. this piece right here, actually, it's, it's based on a real scenario. Actually, it, it, it is a real scenario. I just tried to cover it for a little bit, but uh, I was in a relationship one time where the woman herself was attempting to use me for the little cash that I did have. You know, back in the day, I was in the game, so, you know, we hooked up and she tried to get me for the cast, and on the side, she had a, two other duels, and she got caught at her game. So that's what mm. that piece was inspired by. Real piece, you know, mm. real piece. I think that's very interesting <laughs> that you're able to just open up and, and write from that perspective. What a couple of people may not know that are listening in, this brother and I have um, actually shared ink together a few times, and it's always an honor and privilege yeah. to write with you. Um, but, yeah. Thank you yeah. so much for coming through. Is it okay? I'm waiting to write with you again for you to write with me again. We could definitely do that. Maybe this week sometime. That would definitely be cool. That will be what's up. Whenever, you, whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. Okay. All right. Was well, it okay if I go ahead and put you on mute really fast with the other caller that's behind you that's also been uh, waiting? And if you haven't, sure, if you want to do it again. I'll be right here. All right, and if you want to come back on, yeah. just inbox Anytime me on Facebook, ready, and I'll I'm... pull you back in. You ready? Okay. All right. That's fine. All right, so thank you. Yep. All right, y'all, that was Brother Jeffrey Sanders that came on the mic doing his thing. All right, the next caller that's been patiently waiting in line is area code 707. Welcome to Naked Ink. Hi, sis. How are you? Hi, Lily. How are you? Good. 
how you doing, sweetie? I'm, I'm getting better. How about yourself? How are you? I'm so glad. I'm so sorry that you're sick, but I'm glad that you're starting to feel better. This is something nasty going around. Ugh, I can't shake it. Like, it's been a week. <laughs> yeah. It's been a week. So what's going I'm, on I'm with you? A better. Um, yeah. nothing, just work, motherhood, kids. I just had a feature um, last week in um, Oakland. So it was, it was a fundraiser, um, get your heart on, heart on. Um <laughs> They're raising money for HIV awareness, and it was a pretty good turnout, pretty good show. Shout out to Nina and Cindy who headlined it. Yeah, it was, it was nice. Okay. And I, looked, I looked good, too. I don't mean to blow my own horn, but shit, I looked good. I killed that red, but yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, my Lord. So you gonna sit for me? Okay. What you got? Um, Can you sit? I have a, I have a little something. I sound a little manly, but you know, y'all, it'll be all right. It'll be all <laughs> it's right. It's a little short piece, so I found it in my um uh, uh what do you call it um on this day thing. I don't know when I wrote it, but it's titled. I guess I call it sometimes. I guess so. Whenever you're ready. I'm ready for you. Sometimes, sometimes I forget how old I am. A grand dame whose claim to fame can be a bit inappropriate at times. I'm thrown into that box all the time, like when it's time to spit on the mic. I discuss through rhyme how I blow on his pipe, but that's not what my life's all about. My orals go beyond the thrills in my bedroom. Sometimes I think that I feel my own doom, consumed with all things sexual. Maybe I should be more intellectual and stimulate your head that way. Be more politically correct instead of single-handedly wrecking words with my sexual prowess. I am a poetess who dabbles in poetry. However, my quill at times can speak with maturity. My ink has ripened like the juice from the grapes of fine wines, and sometimes I don't share it until the right time. Sometimes. That's all. That was deep. Thank you. That was deep. What I was, mean, the, what was the inspiration behind that piece? I don't know. I don't remember writing it. <laughs> Probably because <laughs> I, I just been thrown, you know, because whenever I, like, if I do end up, it's very rare that I get a feature. And when I do, they're like, oh, well, we don't normally do erotica, but for you, we can do it. I'm like, but I have other pieces. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Get nasty. I don't have to get nasty. Oh, Jesus. And, and my baby. I'm like my mom and them. But, you know, so. I think that was one of those times. I was like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's coming? What's coming up for Miss Lily in 2017? Miss Lily. I'm still. I've been talking about this since last year. 
I suppose to put out another CD. It is not erotic. Um, I suppose to be getting together with a, a name producer. I'm not gonna put her name out there yet, but and mm-hmm. I have the the producer set up. I have the graphic artist set up. I have the studio. I just have not been inspired, but that's what I'm supposed to be doing, working on my CD. Inspired and as far I, as, like, writing it or recording? Writing, both. I don't want to bore people. I want to do something different than what I did before. So um, I I just haven't, just, I'm just here like, okay, nah, nah. We'll wait. <laughs> but I will. Well, yeah, if you're not um, feeling it, then. Yeah, I don't want to sh- push it because I kind of pushed it with my erotic CD and, you know, listening to it and all after I put it out and it was leased and all. I'm like, I could have, I could have did a little better on that, you know. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to rush it this time. When I'm feeling it, then I'll do it. So that's about it. And but I will be in Charlotte, North Carolina, April sixth, mm-hmm. April ninth. And I will be at Poetry Fest in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, um, June first to fourth. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Well definitely keep me posted on that. So my goal is to try to make it down there. Oh but it's, wait a minute, isn't that yeah. also isn't it always also around the time? Is that Black Bike Week? Is that what? Isn't that Black Bike Week too? I can't say. I, I don't because know. I know Black Bike Week is is is, is normally I believe in Myrtle Beach. No, oh. no. I, I don't know. I've never been there. I, we will we will put our heads together. And we gonna figure it out and we gonna work it out and all that. Yeah. And get somebody in trouble. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you. I don't know what you're talking about, sis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, sweetie. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and put you on hold. If you do want to, you know, do anything else, I greatly appreciate it. And just okay. let me know. Okay. okay. All right, y'all. That was Miss Lily, and she is behaving tonight, y'all. With sometimes. She's not feeling too good, so please keep assisting your prayers and your positive thoughts as we move forward. Uh, give me just one moment. I'm going to reach out to someone that's in my inbox. They're asking for the number for the show, so I'm going to shoot that to them in the email really fast. And here we go. I'm going to go ahead and pull in the next caller, area code 713. Welcome to Making It. Hello? 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 Yes, welcome hey. to Making It. Hey. Who do I have the pleasure speaking with? Hello? Hey. Who am I speaking with? It's Zara. Hey, are you ready to do something, sweetie? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready 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 when you are. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Whenever you're ready, Trina. February 3rd, 2017. To my soul inspiration, I know that I have it gleaned 
on how big of my passion for you forever remain a sight gone unseen. So I'm seriously busting my ass off trying to show you how much I value you worth without coming off as a scene. Not for nothing, I want what's best for us. Not more than anything. To one day waking up knowing that I am your king. Embracing you with all the love that I have that's more valuable than anything that blinks. Filled with kindness, warmth, and all the joy that it brings. Kissing you gives me a high beyond any sight of beings with wings. Am I getting through to you? Do you see what I mean? Understand this, my darling wife-to-be. Just to clear up all the insanity. I'm not here to cause any calamity. Nor hit you with words that end with any profanity. What I'm after can't be purchased, not even from the silver screen. How can I get you to see I'm more addicted to you than I am to caffeine? And I need you more I need water in my canteen. With that said, taking all the precautions to prepare your throne, my dear. So what was the inspiration, Eric, behind that piece? <laughs> what? You know I'm going to ask. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, see, I was looking at a post that uh, that was on my Facebook timeline regarding Dear Future Kings, and I was like, uh-huh. okay, might as well go ahead and do a, do a role reversal on this one. Uh, okay. So... I know you, you and I spoke about this briefly the last time you told me that you've been married to poetry. And I know the topic that was I posted inside of the event uh, calendar for this show was about how life can sometimes, you know, give you lemonades and how do you make the best out of those situations. So have mm-hmm. you found that potential queen? Are you, are you is this, is this uh, your on-air acknowledgement to that, that special woman or... Are you still looking for her? Still looking. Okay. So how about this, y'all? Anybody that's listening in, maybe one, maybe one of these shows I'll do, we'll have it to where it's kind of like an open mic versus like you know greet and meet. Oh. <laughs> so y'all can check each other out in a safe environment, and and really just you know get it in from there. But thank you so much, Eric. Now tell the people. Uh, now we'll go. I you know there's a black. Tonian, I think I pronounced it right this time. Um, and so what is it that you want people to know about you? What is it that you want people to actually feel when they come through and actually come across you and, and actually listen to you? Hmm. Well, that's an interesting story. I'm pretty much of a, I'm pretty much of a humble guy, not really, not really, not really, not really, not really a bad guy at all. Just I'm just humble. I'm hardworking, independent. I can. I mean, I'm I'm good with my skills as a as a as a writer. I'm working not only that, but I'm also working on a film myself that I'm. You know, Holding off to the side for a hot minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah, mm-hmm. I've been, you know, I used to sing. 
long before I got into poetry. Okay. So do you still sing? Uh, I do a little bit every now and again, but but not for like any show performances though. But yeah, I I'm working I'm working on something. All right. Well, definitely keep me posted on that. I'll be more than happy to bring you on, bring you on as a feature and see what we can do as far as like getting everybody to know more about who you are and get the poetry community, uh, you know, ready to support your endeavors, whatever it's book, CD, whatever it may be. Okay, that's no problem. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and put you back on hold and thank you so much for calling in. If you want to spit again, just go ahead and push. The number one, or hit me on my inbox and I'll know to bring you in, okay? Okay. All right, thank you. All right, y'all, that was Eric, a.k.a., I promise you every time I mess it up, the Black Scriptonian. All right, y'all, area code 810. Welcome to Naked Ink. Hello? Hello? Yes, hello. Assalamualaikum. Welcome to the Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you fine. Is this Sister Khadija? Yes, this is Lady Khadija. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> How you been? How you been? I'm good. That makes me feel special. <laughs> you know, you got you had my heart for the longest time. We haven't had a chance to talk and really kick it. Like greatly yeah, appreciate I've you been, taking the time to come I haven't really had an opportunity to catch your show often. I meant to listen last week. I was just so exhausted, and I said, okay, I'm going to make sure that I make your show. Because um, Tiffany always tell me about it when she listens. And I just, uh-huh. Sunday night, I get to doing stuff, and I'm like, I don't know nothing about nothing. Um, but um, I don't know. I, I didn't, I did read your post in the um, event about, you know, making lemons from lemonade. Um, mm-hmm. I think I got a poem that reflects that. This is a, a what we like to call a dusty. Um, okay. This is uh, Mama's Baby Girl. Sometimes I feel like a mama-less child. Mama's baby girl felt stuck, trapped in a big little city all by her big little self. No phone, no job, no money, no family, a whole lot of nothing. At least she had her health. Ain't got two nickels to rub together or dimes to turn into dollars, and she's trying to hold back the tears to keep from hollering. See, she done walked off her job to chase after her dreams. They stitched up her fears, and now they're busting at the seams, and it seemed that her destiny would be mediocrity. But those thoughts she would not entertain, so in her mind she maintained, the only thing that's stopping me is me. But still, sometimes I feel like... A paperless child. She felt orphaned and alone, but now Mama's baby girl is all grown, and whatever she gonna have, she gotta get on her own. The map is etched in rock stone, but she's got no direction. Twenty twenty vision with no perception. Now Mama's baby girl is shining. She glowing, but can't be his reflection. She looking and staring, still can't see her own reflection in a full length mirror. That tall glass that was Mary Elizabeth's second son. She was outdone. 
now mama's baby girl is ready to give up and run. She's grown tired and weary with chasing the sun. She was so convinced that this was the divine absolute weaving a perfect pattern that was to be her perfect health, wealth, love, and expression of self, but she's lost sight in the divinity of that plan, just like she can no longer see the divinity in that man, thinking maybe she should have held on to what she had for someone else, thinking some things she should have kept for herself because now she has nothing left, singing, Sometimes I feel like a motherless child. She spent so many years giving her all to ones who didn't deserve it. Finally, she started to conceal and reserve it until she found that special someone to give all her giving. Mama's baby girl was ready to live all her living with him. Then she conceived the unconceivable, that maybe what she had to give was worthless and unreceivable and what used to be so unbelievable now seemed reasonable she was helpless but he was hopeless and after hearing her story I sat down and wrote this for mama's baby girl she gave me a message for the last man she had ever loved in this world Mary Elizabeth's second son she said you don't have to run she won't chase you her legs are tired and worn. It was easier to take those kicks and punches from Miss Dorothea's firstborn. She said even though her spirit is tattered and torn, Mama's baby girl is all grown now. She's ready to be alone now. And whatever she going to have, she cool with getting it on her own now. Mm. That's that. You have a beautiful voice. You have strong passion, and I love it. I definitely love it. I already posted an event. For those of you who don't know, that is Lady Khadija, y'all. And she is amazing. She is amazing. She's definitely a rare rare surprise and a rare treat. Um, And I saw that you guys were hosting a show yesterday, and I also saw that word that I I couldn't call in, so I was like, okay, I don't know what to do. Um, But tell the people where they can um, find more. I'm sorry. Okay, um, well, you guys can catch me at LadyKhadija.net. That's L-A-D-Y-K-H-A-D-I-J-A.net. Um, I'm at a few other places, but you can pretty much reach everything from there. Um, or just, you know, Lady Khadija on Facebook. If it's not our mother, the mother of the believers, it's me. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, and so then, Upcoming projects that's coming up as well. Well, yeah. Well, currently, um, I'm over at Epiphany's house on the first and uh, last, typically the last Saturday of the month. We do incense, which is a community arts discussion and open mic, um, and then we do poets on poets with lyrical toy on the last Saturday of the month. And it's not a call-in show, but you can call in to listen. Um, and you know, it's a musician okay. on the poets that we love. Last night. Um, was a postponed event. Um, no, wait. I said first and last Saturday. It's the first and second Saturday. Incense is the first Saturday. Poets and Poets is the second Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. And that's over at Epiphany's house. Um, yeah, and we, you know, we doing that. I got a couple of um, collaborative projects over at Bandcamp. What is it? MCs for Peace. Um, MCs, mm-hmm. the number four for Peace. Um, I'm working on a few collaborative projects with some local artists. Um, and then we just finished, uh, what is it? Um, 
It's a track called Never Back Down. Um, it's another track called Give a Man a Fish. Um, and it's a few other pieces uh, that I'm on over there. That's spoken word and hip-hop. Um, and there might be a, a solo project coming this year. I'm, I'm feeling it. I got a lot of community work and, you know, um, I'm working with children a lot. And I haven't really been focusing much on the art except for those MCs for Peace projects. But I'm feeling like it's time for, because, yeah, it's been a long time since I did any solo anything, really. Um, uh-huh. So it's, it's, I think 2017 is the, this is my 20th uh, anniversary year. Uh-huh. So um, a, a, as a performance poet. Um, so I think it, it would be a good way to, to celebrate this anniversary. So I'm I'm uh I'm manifesting that. Okay. Well definitely keep me posted. I would love to, you know, um put the word out there as much as I can for you and help out in whatever way I can, inshallah, and, and get it aired. Thank you very much. I love you back. I love you, too. I'm going to go ahead and place you on a brief hold, though, so I can get this other person in. If you do have something else you want to come through and do, just let me know. Okay. Okay. All right. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. All right, y'all. That was Sister Lady Khadija. Brother Jeffrey has inboxed me and told me he wants to come back in, so I'm going to bring in Jeffrey. Welcome back to Naked Ink. We... Yeah, yeah, I'm back, I'm back, woo-wee. I'm going to do a very hard <laughs> piece. I mean, a very hard piece, a very, very hard piece, a real-life situation, another real-life situation that don't involve me, but it's just something that I see in the course mm-hmm. of going into the neighborhoods of Boston, Massachusetts, okay? Mm-hmm. The piece is mm-hmm. called... Avenues to the other side of Mars. Ready? Okay. Mm -hmm. See, the feeble-minded might not understand. The dead will never procreate, but they will revise another awakening and appreciate. But fate is the determination decided by you. But the fact of life is not based on a quarter, neither a dollar, but your decision to entice me with a short dress trying to play me to buy in. But I'm about to do you with verbal pimping. But the reality is you're still trying to flag me down for the change in my pocket. Want to holler for a quarter for my quarters and at the same time hustle me for five dollars. Oh, you think life isn't tough. Going down on those knees, head bopping up and down, down here on Mother Earth. Disrespect your sacred Yanniverse. Got him situated to suck and fuck your Yanniverse for the next hit. Oops, I mean suck and fuck in reverse. When your human earth is out of moral balance, when you think you are unshakable, yet your mind whacked out. Unstable when you're always down on your knees, left puckered head, going faster than a three-speed vibrator, trying to make a living. That's that illusion of your own reality to keep telling yourself that same lie daily. Doing head bobbing, looking for a different result. Haven't you realized the insanity on your way down to the avenues to Mars so mentally destructive in a destabilized way and then mentally make yourself go on internalizing where you always wanted to go? Insane on cocaine, misrepresented through 
thoughts propel you to go, chasing another hit, then you walk in and out that door without your moral virtue, without your female value, walking straight out that door into another realm of self-deception, mentally still defeated, still have your feet planted on that, on that cold concrete. See, these are the things that exist in the world of self-disrespecting without self-introspecting, self-disrespecting, and yet you accept it. Trapped in ozones of a space zoo, trying to make your monkey brains face the facts of being called shorty bits and hoes. You glamorize that shit, making yourself think and act like a hoe. Got my verbal piffin' calling you that bottom low hoe because you're you're on that glass dick looking for hip-hop affection while you're pulling on that white slavery. Then you holler, respect me. Respect what? That girl with no respect for herself? Then you want to hit my purple haze blunt, filling your lungs with make-believe, make you want to take yourself into, into nowhere. It's not fair, but it's not fair when you haven't treated yourself right. But see, there's something always to understand. Mental abuse, physical abuse, self-abuse, emotional abuse isn't love. It's a sign of so, so low self-esteem. I understand the hurt and the pain you're going through, but that emotional drug-induced delusion where you don't know what to do, the system won't help you. So you keep on using and abusing. You, queen, you must have a desire to help yourself. This world is that reality. Come out of your fallacies. I have to give this reality to you real while I'm trying to bring you out of that drug-induced coma of co-tendency on a way we're journeying to co-dependency, where your pimp shrink wraps your mind until you are no more than an emotionless, esteemless zombie, self-depreciated in your ignorance in a, a cocaine-induced flight. Then beg to be rescued from your essential strangeness. The next thing you know as that skimpy, toothless, closeless, bottomless bitch. Used and abused and you self-internalize it and become, become what? Nothing is self-produced to that point of reasoning of misdirected and self-disrespected. See, time and space belongs to you, but you use it to be used and abused by it. Manipulated by the multiplied intentional backwards eminent data that told you you have no idea what you're doing. Don't even know who and what you are. You don't even know who I am, but you put on a fake game face and want me to pay you to do to do me like Patty Loveless searching for what? You're long ago, long ago dismissed. The fruit of the stars are your just reward, but reality has made you a collapsed rag picker scouting around for the odds and ends of your truer self. While you suck on that glass dick still trying to find that one last hit that might take you through that door you have been running from, to that one trail that can't get you back to. Reality, open your eyes and see what you have been enslaved to, but you desire to suck that glass dick trying to find yourself in it. Wake up to that same illusion, the content, of, the content of your black emotional attitude, nothing short of your own murder. You yourself systematically have abandoned from life, abandoned by the betrayal of your mission of living life, where you have, have to yet understand the efficient safeguards that aided towards a more human life. See, understand me, self-projection so plain to see, receding to the distance, indiv individually paralyzing you in the setbacks of being self-judged by eternal monologues that, that function significantly as a double tendency. Avenues to Mars is that experience related to those recursive functions. Yet you must take that journey deep back into your black and discover your true self instead of hiding behind the many layers of your self-depreciation. So many layers of self-deception, scared to face your own life mask in a recursive introspection. These 
self-regulations or self-consciousness of presupposed self slowly constructed hypothetically somewhat objective. That other, another island to be studied through a parallel relation, discarding the makeup bound in the schemes of definition on the perception that you might make it there. It's so disturbing coming to know something through understanding, but having it explained, but to get lost in the fog of the definition without the actual point in the question being taken any further, that trip you're afraid to take, that one stroll in your own backyard into that reality of your life. But you better think again. This moment, you don't have a chance to get on that middle spaceship on a flight to walk out to the surface. But you want a, want a dollar, I'm going to give you $5 to clean up your life. You think you know something about life? Tell me. What do you do just when you're on your last dollar? Back down, scraping those knees for another pull on that glass penis. But you refuse to take a chance on rolling the dice. You're scared you might get lucky you're still living. I hope you have the time of your life. Because them drugs don't give a damn about you. Put your life in your own hands or your life will end right here on this cold concrete. Because, baby, right now, you will toss up on the avenues tomorrow. In peace. Damn. I think if you would have said glass dick one more time, you know what I mean? I was going to have to Google a picture of a glass dick. But that was that. Buddy. Yeah, but that, that was. Uh, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, that was real That was pure. That was hot. I mean, you, you definitely go in. You definitely become very impassionate when you spit, and it's definitely a pleasure to hear you do that. Um, thank you so much. I have somebody else mm-hmm. wanting to come back in, so I'm going to go ahead and throw you back on the couch, so to speak, and okay. put you on mute, Jeffrey. Okay. Thank you so much for calling back in. Thank you. Okay. All right, y'all. That was Brother Jeffrey Sanders again. Lily. Welcome back to Naked Hey. Oh, hey, hey. Hey, sweetie. Hey. I'm trying to find it. Um. Why are you looking for that? How, what did you think of Brother Jeffrey? If he would have said glass dick one more time, I'm about to Google what glass dick was. I mean, a glass dick. You got to think about a glass dick. Listen, let's think about a glass dick, people. I don't want to think about no dick, period. It's been a minute. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't want to know the penis. Men. Glass, <laughs> but a glass dick? Uh, man, he was in it. He yeah. whoever whoever inspired that piece, baby. Mm-hmm. I feel sorry for her. Uh, uh, uh. What is? Okay, I think I found it. Yeah, I found it. <clears throat> I don't know if you want to hear <laughs> silence. Or what was the other one I had pulled up? You could do both. It really, you know, it's up to you. Okay, I can do silenced. Um, okay. Oh heck. Um, okay, what did I do with it? I just had it. Okay, so here it is. <clears throat> I can picture her running outside, chasing butterflies. Clear skies brightened by sunshine. Even though she was here for a short time, the moments spent with her were beautiful. Just a delightful ray of innocence graced our presence daily. Rainy days and Mondays never got us down because 
She was always around. Her tiny feet pound the pavement as she jumped rope. The hope for better tomorrows were found in her smile. Mile-wide grin accompanied playful giggles while walking in my high heels. I dreamt of her running up a hill of green grass and daffodils. If only I could freeze the hands of time, because in her lifetime, because her lifetime only lasted for 1,700 and some odd days, the countless ways she made a smile are engraved in my heart. Oh, how I miss watching her run around in the yard. It's hard to believe that her laughter was silenced by the violent hands of a monster. An imposter ran a monk in their home. Unbeknownst to us, what went on behind closed doors? Dark clouds brought on downpours. As soreness seeped through the doorway, because 1,700 and some odd days were cut short by 58 abrasions and two broken ribs on the body of a four-year-old, 40-pound kid. The Lord says Mm. we need to forgive. But the fact that her life was short-lived, I have yet to cross that bridge. How does one forgive? How does a mother take the baby's breath from God's angel? How will I be able to love again when hate flows through what was once a caring soul? And where do broken hearts go when they have no way home? The yard has grown quiet as the grass and daffodils died. I've cried for the past 1,150 some odd days since she was taken away. I pray that my heart will soften because I often wish death upon the one who brought it on my taxi. I have to keep in mind that God has a plan for the enemy to erase the hate out of me, and he has a plan for my niece. I just wish all of the drama in the courtroom would soon be over so my little mama can finally rest in peace. That's deep. That's heavy. Are you, okay, I know you don't write just from the side of your neck, and I'm almost here to ask this question. But I'm going to ask you this question. What inspired that piece, Lily? Uh, April 10th, 2010. That's all you're going to tell me? When my niece, Tati, when my niece, Tati, was murdered by a stepmom. So that was a true story. But but since then, um, she uh, took a plea deal. She got 14 years, eight months. That was, uh, how many years ago was that? You know what? That was about, uh, four years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because I would write little pieces here and there, but I couldn't complete it because we were still in court and everything. So once they convicted her and she is in there doing her time, I wrote a piece and I read it one time and I'll never write it again. I'll never read it again and it will never be published. 
Mm. Well, thank you so much for um, sharing that here on the air with us and for, um, you know, bearing the vulnerability of your soul and your pain because that's deep. Yeah. And most people who don't know Lily, she, she, we do tease her about being the Black Mae West and her erotic mm-hmm. poetry and stuff like that. But um, <clears throat> she very seldom writes um, anything that's not true or that's not from real life. So yeah. I greatly appreciate it's you. It's not about me as someone that I know. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's not it's not my truth. It's someone's truth. Mm. That's deep. All right, sweetie, I'm going to go ahead and put you on hold. Just let me know if you want to come through again, okay? Okay, thank you. <clears throat> You're welcome. Let me first of all take a moment and, and shout out to everyone that's in on the switchboard and to Reynardo, bad boy number one, in the chat room hanging out with me tonight. Um, definitely have had some phenomenal pieces come through. If you are in the switch on the switchboard right now and you do want to spit, if you do have anything you want to read or come through with some wisdom or knowledge. All you have to do is push the number one. Fairy code 313, I see you. I think I know who you are, but I don't want to call you out. <clears throat> okay. That's my wacky y'all. <laughs> Hold on one second. All right, I just sent him a message really fast asking him if he wants to read. Um, Definitely, Um, the call-in number is area code 347-324. Five four eight seven. I wrote a couple of new pieces this week. Um, definitely, this this show is very true and raw for me. I had some ups and downs in my life this week, or the past week actually, and um, having to learn how to forgive and to really hold on um, to forgiveness and, and understand and, and accept. You know, and and no matter what religion you come from. When Allah or God or whoever you refer to him as uh, takes something from you, he definitely replaces it with something better. I had a phenomenal conversation earlier with someone I'm very close to. So, um, and, you know, uh, that that definitely, uh, uh, you know, makes things a little bit easier. But for those of you who don't have anyone or don't have um, an outage, just never forget that, you know, there are people out here who do care for you um, and to, you know, make sure you reach out to those around you. I'm just so baffled over that piece that Lily just did. It's very sad. You almost want to cry, but you got to, you know, keep it moving forward. So definitely um, I'm just sending another message to my Wakil. Uh, you know, just make sure that you don't let go of, of, of what you know you need to do. For area code 256 thank you all so much for hanging out. For Reynardo, um, <laughs> bad boy number two. I called you bad boy number one. He's like, no, bad boy number two. I'm going to go ahead and get this off my chest. Um the first piece I'm gonna read. I, I wrote two pieces. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give you the nice piece before I give you the hardcore, uh, and and understand the hardcore piece is, is is part of the the reason I was a little bit irritated this week. But anyway, this piece is for him. All right, and it's entitled "Beads." His voice runs down the side of my neck like a warm summer's rain pressed against the screen, patiently waiting to the hour, minute, the second when he approaches the throne of his queen. Last night when I prayed for him, I laid in his arms, feeling his heartbeat in a different dimension. 
his prayers levitated my fears from my heart and allowed my and allowed me to find his love waiting beyond levels of ascension. This morning, my clitoris called out to him as my thighs crossed trying to silence her vibrations. Fingers began to dance down the curves of my thighs, my hips grind to new elevations. Orgasmic chants drown my ears as my vision gains clarity every time I hear him say my name. He pulled me into his world without breaking the armature of our love. He keeps me sane. Remembering the moments, he looked at me smiling what seems like a lifetime to get there. I counted the freckles on his face and envisioned him holding me in his soul. And yes, I smiled at his gray hair. We began as he and I on different continents of understanding now, both longing for the day he makes me complete. His heart was the vessel created to sustain my fears, hopes, dreams, and inspirations, all four chambers. Our love is a masterpiece. And that was that piece, y'all. Uh, let me take a look here. Trying to see if my Wakio responded to my inbox because I know he probably flip, flip, flipping right now. Anyway, if you're on the switchboard or in the switchboard, all you have to do is push number one if you want to come through and spit something. I'm going to go ahead and play a track. I think I have a track on here of Tammy. And uh, I think, don't quote me on that. Yes, yes, I do. It's called Wishful Woods. Here we go, y'all. All right, y'all, that was Tammy Jones and Wish a Pool Wood. Reached out to the sister earlier tonight. I don't know if she's going to be able to make it through, but I always love to, um, you know, support those who have always been there and <clears throat> show their support for all of those around them. Um, I'm sorry, responding to my walk again. 
for those of you who don't know that terminology, that just means my guardian, someone who who has you know who will stop for me. Um. So anyway, with that being said, if you got anything you want to spit, if you've already spit something, please don't hesitate to call. This is just open mic. There's no particular topic. Um. Again, um. What I put out there as far as like in the event, uh advertisement was about how life can sometimes handle you or try to handle you and what is it that you do to handle your handle before your handle starts handling you. And so I wrote this piece called Clover. And much like a lot of poets and spoken word artists, we kind of put pieces together. Um, we may have a notebook over here or over there that has certain pieces in it. And so anyway, if you're, excuse me, if you're allergic to sensitive language, piece is not for you. It's called Clover. I don't sweat the small stuff. I'm too busy climbing mountains. Got mouths to feed and backs to cover, hustling the flow of this fountain. The one that promises the comfort of milk and the sweetness of honey. Four things you never fuck with, my faith, family, feelings, and my money. My ink may go mute, but my verses will never be silent. Torturing my enemies with my tips sentenced to a lifetime of lyrical violence. Haters screaming, I'm too hard because they only like me when I'm soft. Rumbling through their subliminal jungles like I'm Laura Croft. My lyrics come loaded on auto ink, seated at my stage like a phantom. I stay hungry on the sheep feeding on your flock. That's why your shit is bland and random. You thought we needed you like cotton plants needed pickers. Slipping around my ass like a sack of scratch and sniff snickers. Pencil juggler, I write to erase you with your forked tongue and snake eyes. Hidden motives trusted by families, all the while his tongue filled with lullabies. And that was that piece. So I'm going to go ahead and see if um, there's anybody else that wants to come through. I think I can pull Jeffrey back in or Eric. Hold on, where's Eric? Eric? Hey. Eric, is that you? (laughs) All right, sweetie. Yeah, I'm still right. here. You ready to, you got something you want to bring through? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got some. I got some. All right, I'm ready when you are. See, like, much, much like Dora, I want to give her a new world to explore. Give her finer things that I have in store. Taking baby steps in this journey with me that won't leave her feeling sore. Started from my rap cave, I'm writing letters to Lenore. Her smile lights up any room that we're together, and it's enticing. I feel a great deal of contentment as we come, making it more exciting. More and more, we cherish love so special. How can I not see from her? And it's inviting. I can't help but love her. This is she, she loves me. With great passion that eternally burns for eternity. So please, so please excuse me if the only place I'd rather be is with the sole expression of my epiphany. Much like Dora, I want to give her a new world to explore. Given the final thing that I have in store, taking baby steps in this journey with me that I won't leave her feeling sore. Start from my rap cave as I'm writing letters to Lenore. 
it still remains to be the wonderful sight to behold, to always warm me up in a world that has always been cold. I wish for her to see the true beautiful treasure she refused to unfold. I understand that what she has, her value is worth ways more than any amount of gold. I understand my sweet dear Lenore, the utmost sincerity of my digital pen. I wish I could tell you how much I loved you again. So I'm writing a heartfelt love letter in hopes that our relationship wasn't made out of sin. Alone in my study, cracking open a bottle of gin. How can I fight this battle, not knowing whether or not I will win? Forever hidden in the pride of darkness, not acknowledging the passion I have within. Of all the stories I would have foretold, if only I knew where to begin. Writing sheet after sheet, continuously balled up in my trash bin. Much like Dora, I want to give her a new world to explore, given the finer things that I have in store. Taking baby steps in this journey with me that won't leave her feeling sore. Started from my rap cave as I'm writing letters to Lenore. You said, okay, so are you saying letters to Lenore? Letters to Lenore. Lenore, oh, that's deep. That was my um, that's actually my <laughs> great grandmother's name. That's why I got quiet. I'm like, is he saying, you know, because in Arabic, just understand where I was going with that, um, Eric. The Arabic word for light is Nora, right? So I'm thinking you're saying light, but then you said Lenora, and that's also meaningful for me because that's my great grandmother's name. Thank you so much, And where did that come from? Like, what was the you often talk about love in your pieces and, and the ability or the desire to find love. What is it that you feel uh-huh. <clears throat> will change in 2017 that will allow you to be open to that, to that process? Uh, well, hopefully whoever, whoever uh, wants to take the role of, of, my, of my queen, she's going to have to be really... She's going to, have to be really special this time. This this time, if not to encourage me to write more, but be the one that will actually silence me on it. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Say that again. So either she's going to have to be the encouragement, the, the inspiration to get me to write more, or she's going to have to be the one that's going to actually get me to silence it. You mean? In, in, so in she, other words, I would have to, I would have to, I would have to basically write a piece that would be so inspirational it just automatically just stop me from writing. Mm-hmm. And so she would have to either be the inspiration behind continuing, you continuing to write, or behind you just. It has to be so powerful that that would be like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me see. That's it because, I, you know, I don't know if, you know, the person that's in my life, I don't think he would ever, um, I don't know. You know, he's, he's definitely unique um, for sure. And I just don't think that, I don't know, just to have somebody that, I don't know. I get where you're coming from. Like that, that piece has to be so powerful. Like she would have to 
provoke that much inspiration, that much prov- just, uh, you know what I'm saying? To where it's just like, you know, it's got to be, you know, but in all honesty, do you really want to surrender your pen to that person or because of that person? Um, hopefully, you know, Lord willing, you find someone that will encourage you to continually evolve and continually be creative because it will be not, then she will become an extension of you and then you and her can become an extension of your ink. You understand what I mean? Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to have to stop writing because of the person in my life. I would, you know, and I guess I got fortunate and lucky with that. Um, but as far as, like, in general, like, I wouldn't want someone just to, you know, come along and be like, oh, Samaya, you can't do that no more. I'm like, really? Because, boo, my poetry was here before you, you know. And I guess I did. <laughs> you know, I got really mm-hmm. lucky. Um, so, you know, it's just where, you know, I don't know, but I get it. I get it. I just pray that you're able to find somebody that can be the balance to your pen. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, the the story behind that one, the story behind the story behind this piece, basically, uh, it was actual, it was actual Valentine's Day tribute to both both my old pending, which was the Black Egg Allen Pope, which was attributed to his poem, The the Raven, mm-hmm. where he was talking about Lenore. I was like, okay, come over with something that would be more, be more powerful than, than The Raven. And that's what I did. <laughs> okay, I can dig it. I can definitely dig I can see where you're going with that. Um, I just want you to know that there's no limitation on your ink and that right, whatever right. it is that you, you know, don't ever feel, um, you know, yeah, that right. it has to be on that level. You know what I mean? Like you're definitely a prolific writer and definitely someone who has a lot to um, offer and just make sure that you um, that you continue to, to do you. Because I think you're an awesome writer. I think you have um, a phenomenal uh, flow, and I just think that you you have to really you know fine tune what it is that you want to relate to people. But other than that, I mean everything that comes from you definitely has substance, you know, um, it definitely has a meaning, definitely powerful. Oh yeah. <laughs> you more than welcome. Yeah. All right, dude, I'm gonna go ahead and put you back on hold, huh? So I get that. <laughs> Yeah. All right, I'm going to go ahead and put you back on hold while I pull in some other people, okay? Okay, no problem. All right, y'all, that was Eric. I'm just going to call him the Black Scriptonian because every time I try to say his name, whew, I mess it all the way up. All right, Jeffrey, I'm waiting for you to respond. <laughs> I tried to inbox Jeffrey to see if he wanted to do our peace live, you guys, to see if that's what he wanted to come through and do. Let me see why I'm waiting for him to pull it up on his end because I have it up on my end. Let me see. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Let's do some Sean Judy, y'all. Beauty. Here we go.
nothing short of magnificently flawless flaws and all. But you cannot see them for the smile, blinding radiance, beauty. Not at all pretty or even close to gorgeous, she just is. Standing still, she runs wings around the competition and there is no competition. Olympic in nature, a juxtaposed contradiction to all around her, fluid in her stillness. She needs only to exist. There is no need to move a defined presence. She is presented stately and you cannot show that off. It speaks for itself. Silently, she goes about being about being. Alien to this world of watch me, she moves along motionless, silent, full of life. The possibility of potential lies in her walk. Others study her statuesque style of schooling, but you cannot learn beauty. You either have it or you wish you did. The very essence of it is eternal, lies internal, and exudes through the dermal, revealing its entirety in an aura intangible. She cannot be moved. Many have fumbled the fantasy of fondling her fortunes, found folly fancying freshly feelings for her fortitude, blocked faithfully and failed foolishly defining her as fine. I mean, what else can you call beauty? How can you describe the perfection of God's craftsmanship? You cannot. You simply have to appreciate what you see when you see it. Silently, she goes about being about being. Believing is one thing, but seeing is breathtaking. ER visits hope oxygen tanks for the rest of your life. I hope your lesson learned. Or pause between each inhale and appreciate that which is before, beside, and or behind you. Beauty is everywhere. Coursing her way through existence like fever. What a rush. You cannot attain what she makes you feel. Even in shattered reflection, she is there. Amidst the life cycle of an exhale, in between hiccups, you can find her by accident if she just happens to be there, but she does not just happen. Beauty is born. Behold her essence enveloped in character, folded into decadence. Appreciate what you see when you see it. She is a rarity. Tread lightly. Walking confident grounds when she is near because if you ain't got it, you will show yourself. Bring in the horns and alert the others because facades fail faking the funk when beauty is near and she ain't taking no prisoners. Beauty. All right, y'all, that was Sean Judah and Beauty. He was one of the uh, most recent um, featured artists that I had on the show. And just so you guys know, I didn't just dip out. I was trying to be um, mindful of Super Bowl, but I didn't want to host the show during that time because I know everybody was like in their in – their, um... I'm sorry, y'all, I'm laughing at Milwaukee. Uh, no, no, not at all, the Philomonic. <laughs> All right, y'all, I'm bring Jeffrey back on. But anyway, like I was saying, I was just, you know, trying to be mindful of everyone um, who actually had that, um, you know, that football thing going on and, and really being able to to keep in, in mind of that. All right, here we go, y'all. I'm going to bring Brother Jeffrey back on. All right, you ready? <laughs> of course. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, me with that. You ready? Of course. I'm ready. I got it pulled mm. up. I had it pulled up when you first called in. 
because I didn't know if that's what you no, were wanting okay. to do. But anyway, for those of you who don't mm. know, uh, Brother Jeffrey is, is not Muslim, and uh, he and I have, uh, a, I think, a, a pretty smooth writing chemistry uh, with regards to, and I have to be careful how I say that because, you know, like I, I, you know, be mindful of the person that's in my life. So, um Anyway, we wrote a piece called Lady in Protective Headwear. And for, for those of you who don't know, that means my hijab, my head covering. And Sister Khadija, I think you're still on the line, so inshallah you'll approve the piece. I'm ready when you are. Okay. <clears throat> Lady in the Protective Headwear. I'm interested. I'm interested in what's under your hijab. In fact, I want to converse with the woman under there. Open the doors of your mind and let him sit in awe. Listen to your mental lessons and get truth in full on her lessons. Hello, lady in the hinjow. Jeffrey the friend traveling east is knocking. Enticing methodologies piercing into the core of my heart, forever pinned to what was inscribed in my spirit from the start. My hijab only to be removed by my husband, lover, and best friend. So serious about the pins connecting my modesty, I'll breathe this path to the end. Hello, Jeffrey. Nice to meet you. Hope you're prepared and have enough time. This lady in hijab will penetrate the essence of your perceptions and mine. Ah, main time for action of brain. Digging the train of thought so beautiful, but let him come present to the lady in protective headwear. The heart of his theopistic view is cool. The spirit of my God letting my spirit flow with the mind of the spirit in praise. I look into the core of your meaning with true respect at the very core of your beautiful beliefs, but definitely respect the woman underneath. So serious, so serious about the pins connecting. Oh, that's you. Oh, that's uh... <laughs> No, that was you. Uh, that's you. So, oh, okay. So serious about the pins <clears throat> connecting my modesty. I breathe this path till the end. Hello, Jeffrey. That's you. That's me. Okay. That's you. Oh, I see what happened. Mm-hmm. I see what happened. The way it was, it was. Uh-uh. So your piece comes in okay. where it says, so excited. Okay, but you were supposed to go with so serious about the pins connecting my modesty. So serious about the pins connecting my modesty. I, no, that was in my first that was in my first stance. You come in where it says so excited for this woman. Okay. 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 All things are connected like the blood which unites one family. We're coming to our own realization of there's a difference between knowing the path and walking the path. Treasured, seasonable, reasoned, well-defined, and connected with the goal. Persistence and consciousness, a smile born on her face, emerging self-assurance. Maya waves of the interpretations oftentimes lead to false hope and crippling legs of one's reality. Speak to my ink, allow it to arouse the latent part of your soul. No need for all the formality. Seek the knowledge that re- uh, recreates your cerebellum of your desires, riveting mental gyrations. The fluidity of your enthusiasm flows between the vessel of a higher form of praise and vibration. That was not. 
then you come in and you say, that's your mm-hmm. piece in the, in the middle right there, Jericho. Right. A harmless enigma that is made terrible by our own mad attempt to interpret as though it had an underlying truth. Does she have convincing proof? That he is that existence of a particular fruit, yet he may just be aroused, be be to arouse your inner strength that are latent in her soul. This letter upon her spiritual mental page have the reality of ink on her heart's paper. Though I speak with the tongues of a man and of an angel and have not gained, but to dwell in her where feelings and higher aspirations merge into the fluidity of ideas, his prospect to reinforce higher Motives entwined and integral knowledge of things eternity depends upon the perfect fluidity of the invisible. The proof you seek is surrender to an unwavering passion that has been covered with dedication and faith. I'm a forbidden fruit that my creator has adorned with layers of modesty addicted to the smile on my face. Come kneel at my altar of authentication and sip from my chalice of intoxicating honey and sweet milk. Once your belly is full of this nectar, perhaps you'll recognize what it's like to be close but not to touch this fine silk. Smell the fragrance of temptation eluding from my hijab as it rests across my shoulders, kissing my neck. For 21 years, I continuously climbed the rope of Marab, trusting he will keep my desires in check. The lady in the protective hardware, I'm willing not only the cosmic father can handle that business, Unwavering faith is not beyond the reach of my external evidence. I, too, am determined, dedicated, resolute. You will discover his covering by God's grace. Forbidden, forbidden, that might be, but it might yet be. The fruits is in need of being picked. But with, when destiny unites their causes, the passion that draws midnight also brings light. I surrender my mind this discipline my soul with passion, more hope, more faith, and more passion. Allow him to discover which portion of her he likes best. Good honey from the comb is sweet to your taste. But then I could see in her eyes a cactus moon. She made several clever moves that imbued her smell, the fragrance of temptation. To a rose sweet conclusion, there is no confusion. She illuminates the night sky intoxicated with honey. I will have my field of love to tour her lips that will lift her protective head where her dimpled smile, the natural, and the man-made was in full revival. In peace. All right, y'all. That was Lady of Protective Headwear. I really want to ask you this while I have you um, while I have you here. What was the motivating factor in your approach to wanting to write with me? Not saying that um, I'm let me unapproachable tell you. because let me, clearly let me, let me I've, tell I've you. written. I... Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, let me tell you. No. What I, mm-hmm. when, you first, when you first commented on one of my pieces, I, I went directly to your page because you said something that imbued my senses. And so I went directly to your page. And when I Look, went to your page and looked in your eyes. I said, look at this beautiful spirit. I mean, your spirit just like jumped out on the page. And I said, oh, I got to write with her. I got to write with her. Because your spirit and your, the essence of your spirit was so strong. It was it was pulling like I was in the, in a Star Trek movie being pulled by a tractor beam. You know, I was like, I got to write with this sister here. So then I said, okay, I'm, let me, let me, let me. 
jump in on her and see if she'll write with me. And you said yes, and it's been a it's been a fantastic ride ever since. I come I actually I actually come to your page every morning, first thing off. I might not say nothing, but I come to your page first thing off to see what what information that you are relaying to your constituents mm-hmm. and your readers. And sometimes mm-hmm. I might hit like and sometimes I might say something because maybe just out of respect for your mm-hmm. religious views, I might not say nothing because I'm I don't want to disrespect in no way. So I kinda kinda don't say too much on your page. I might say good morning, you know, hi, how you doing? Something like that. But I try to keep from disrespecting your religious views in any way but you know, because sometimes I get wild, <laughs> you know, so that's what's Well, I can honestly say, I can honestly me. say that as long as you respect yourself, you will never disrespect my religious views because I've been Muslim 22 years since the age of 19. I respect that in you, though, that okay. you have enough um, understanding of you. To, but, I mean, there's if you if you go mm-hmm. too far, I mean, even I feel like I'm grown enough. I'm humble enough and I'm I'm woman enough mm-hmm. and Muslim enough to come to you and say, hey, bro, mm-hmm. that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the mm-hmm. fact that mm-hmm. you and I were able to, you know, like I was saying before, I've written with many men. In fact, one of them is in the chat room where they nodded, though. We've written erotic pieces. We've written pieces in three different languages, Germany. Was it German, Spanish, and English? See what I'm saying? So I, it's not that I'm new to writing with men that are not Muslim, but no one, well, outside of Enigma, those of you who know Enigma, we wrote a piece, you know. Um, but as far as, like, um, just from that perspective of wanting to know what was up under my hijab, I really thought, I was really honored, actually, and humbled by that. Um, I'm secure in who I am, though. Mm. And, you know, you know, my papi chulo, he's secure in who he is. So with regards to that, you know, as long as you, you know, continue to be you. I'm grateful that you're there. I don't really have my page there. I don't really think of people are just coming to and reading my page like that. But I have to. I have learned that I have to become more mindful and not just post whatever was on my mind and, you know, and really kind of put my grown woman on and, and you know, let some things stay behind closed doors. So, you know, for sure, I greatly, mm-hmm. greatly, greatly appreciate you um, mm-hmm. in, in writing with me. And and being willing to come through mm-hmm. on the air and do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a it's it's a okay. beautiful thing to be able to talk to be able to you know um, cohesive and combine and bond with somebody from another religious community. You know, I'm I'm always I'm always open to learning, and I pay a lot of attention to what you're saying on your page. You know, because I'm I'm mm-hmm. not religious, I'm spiritual, and so mm-hmm. I'm, I mean I'm always trying to learn something because it's some things that we haven't been taught, and we need to listen to what other people said about their religion instead of smashing and bashing. You know, so I come to mm-hmm. the age, you know, and sometimes sometimes I sit and study. The, the 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 language that you use, you know, and I'm just like, what did she say? So I'll go I'll go Google it and and you know I see that. I see, see that. Exactly I see that. I see that. I don't know said. where you're getting it from, 
Yeah, I, and, I, and I respect that. Like, you'll come back and you'll say, which I think is phenomenal. And inshallah, if you love all of the Muslim listeners, you understand that that's a form of da'wah. That's a form of, like, actually giving you um, kind of like what the Jehovah Witnesses do. So I hate to use that comparison. But, yeah, for sure. I mean, and I appreciate yeah. that. And I appreciate you as a writer. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just, you know, mm-hmm. I, I can honestly say this with all humility in my heart. I'm nothing but a woman. I'm nothing but a frame of a woman. I'm nothing but a slave of a law. So when when you say, you know, the certain things, that the, the accolades or comments that you gave me, I greatly appreciate that. But please just know that I am nothing without mm-hmm. my Lord. I am nothing without him. And, you know, I hope to be able to mm-hmm. write with you again, uh, you know, soon, inshallah, maybe you know, Lord willing, um, and be able to take it maybe a little further with regards to on the levels of da'wah. And, and be able to, you know, enlighten you on what it is to believe in la ilaha illallah, Rasulullah, and what it is to be able to walk this path. My path may not be for you. Your path mm-hmm. may not be for me. But at least mm-hmm. if we can come together in a commonality right. of understanding and agree, and, you know, how the Christians yeah. say touch and agree, and be able to come through. And, you know, and I have mm-hmm. phenomenal brothers on my page, too. Um, you know, um, my yeah, hymn, quote-unquote, is on my page. My Wakil is mm-hmm. on my page, and he's actually yes, listening in too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they can also reach out to you, and and you know just get with you, and, and they are more than willing and able to answer all questions that you have about our religion. Oh, indeed, okay. I mean all I'm right. always open to learning. You know, always open to learning. Always. That's amazing, and that's important. That's very critical. Very, very important as well. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Jeffrey, for coming back. Now, did you have something else you want to sit on your own without, you know, the duality of a collab? Or did you... you sure you want to? I, 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 just, I just finished one I'm called good. Green Light. <laughs> okay. Whatever you I'm good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let her take you into our, our orgasmic future. So plain to see, so you want that sexy, nasty green light no matter. No matter tomorrow, we will do this thing slow and fast, wet and wild, so you giving me that green light. I can seduce you at will. You need to need that get nasty. I converted you. I had no right to want you, but I reached out and took you anyway. Honeyed words, but evil mind. Her lips touched his brain as they touched his lips as they were a vehicle of some vague speech, and between them he felt an unknown and timid pressure, darker than the swoon of sin, softer than sound of odor. Dancing for him and throwing herself at him weren't enough. Apparently she had to nearly commit murder to arouse him enough to attack her. Her sigh, I want you on my bed in my new bed, because a, a used bed is just as nasty as she. I need to take you on an internal adventure with expectation. We can do it with the lights off and on new sheets. I want you to let me be nasty and do terrible things to your face. Beyonce said, if you want it, uh-huh, uh-huh, you got that green light, uh-huh, uh-huh. You like cake, right? So taste my ice and resolve into a hundred of small sensual experiences. License my roving hands and let them go before, behind, between, above, below. Time to turn up the fucking heat. You want beef? I got that meat. You got that green light. 
she lowered her lashes until they almost covered her cheeks and slowly raised them again like a theater curtain. I was to get to know that trick that was supposed to make me roll over on my back with all four paws in the air to start the chill. The start the chill portion of the evening, she said, you're holding up traffic. Green means go. He met her gaze. She fell in love with him like an addict loves his addiction. I want no blood from you, not until we're both sweaty and naked and you're screaming my name. I'm addicted to your allure and I'm fiending for a cure. I want her peaches be I want her peaches to be happy, but I need those lips to please. I'm giving you the green light, baby. Please make daddy scream, laughing my butt off. Oh, she said, baby, you need that head shot, that nut sack sucked and stretched like a slingshot. Come on, girl, be bad. Primal lust, the sheer needs of two people in heat, quickly finding ways to express their sacred hunger to each other in animal passion. Kiss me hot, heavy, wet, and angry with that attitude like you do when your mouth yells, it hates me, but your tongue screams, I can't wait for me. Hug me, touch me, submit to me with that insatiable passion like you do when you thought you could leave, but the sight of my throbbing rock-hard love muscle made you too weak in the knees. Your mind is melting fast, your soul is whispering trust, your eyes are begging please and your anger has turned to lust let me undress your body, caress your skin and wet and massage your mind back into making love to me again I'd rather say I'm sorry and I keep my best friend than have this come to an end, but encourage but but more importantly be lethal with your makeup love yeah, yeah baby, just like that, then I need you to back that driveway up, green light in peace I don't even want to ask what these um, <laughs> inspiration behind that piece was. I'm almost scared to ask y'all. You know, it takes a lot to scare this one right here. I'm, oh, you know. But definitely, <laughs> definitely colorful. You've come tonight with green lights and glass sticks. Um, being honest. Um, so, you know, definitely a different side of Jeffrey than I'm used to reading on his page, you guys. Um, so, for sure. Um Wow, that's all I can say. Definitely all I can say. So let me ask you this, um, on a more, you know, political perspective, what do you what do you have and I'm just reading the, the comments in my inbox, so forgive me if I if I take a moment to, to breathe through that question. Um, what do you have planned for twenty seventeen with regards to um getting your work known or getting more oh, of you out there into the hands of people? Okay. Uh, this year, I hope to have four books published. This year, mm-hmm. I have a, I have a, a individual erotic book called um, um, Poetry Fantasies. I have a collaboration. Well, I have two collaboration books with Laura Shaw. Uh, Seas of Wisdom mm-hmm. brings truth and uh, poetry made love in the mm-hmm. boudoir room. And then I have another book called uh, Poet, Poetic Husbandry, and I'm actually working on my life story, which I've been working on for two years. I'm trying to make it as right as possible. And so that's what I got going on right now. I have, um, let's see, I have two events to do in Texas and one event to do in New Orleans. And so that's pretty much what my year is. I'm really working hard because this year I graduated from college with my master's in clinical social work and a BS in mm-hmm. uh, drug intervention. 
So I'm working on both mm. of those at the same time, two degrees at the same time. And it's, it gets tough sometimes, but, you know, I keep pushing forward. Thank God for giving me the strength to do it when everybody said I wasn't going to be able to do it, and I'm still doing it. And mm-hmm. uh, my grade point average is right around 3.96, so I'm doing good. Awesome. Awesome. So your brain yeah. still does work, huh, Jeffrey? That is awesome. That yes, is awesome. All right, so now let's... <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to touch that one. All right, well, let me go ahead and place you on a brief hold because I have someone on. He's, he's calling in from Germany on Skype, so let me see if I can pull him in before okay. he calls out. Thank you so much, and I greatly Absolutely. appreciate you. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, y'all. That was Brother Jeffrey Sanders, y'all. What you going to do with it? All right. Buddy, yeah, make it ink. Renardo. What's going on, man? How you doing, sweetie? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So how's it over there in Germany? It's all right. It's uh, no complaints. Um, Out here trying to do my thing over here and Trying to learn the language and all of that, but it's so it's no complaints, no complaints. I miss how the much, states though. <clears throat> how much longer do you have to be over there? Nah, I'm gonna be over here for I don't know. We keep saying like five more years, five more years, but it's gonna say five more years. <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> say five more years. So okay, so for those of you who don't know, this is bad boy number two. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, number two. Number two, I called you bad boy number one earlier, and I know he he was like, no, I am that's bad boy number two. But so, what have you been working on? And I and I know I read some things on your page, um, where you know, even though you're in Germany, what's going on what's going on over here in the United States of America still has a profound effect on you. So, what is it that you feel we have to do as poets and spoken word artists to change that and to actually? Mm. Um, I mean, like, the art is like uh, the language of the time. So as poets, I think it's our responsibility to be the voice of the time. So if that means the voice of resistance, the voice of protest, um, the voice of equal rights, I think that's what we have to do as an artist, not just poets and and singers and rappers, um, we have to be the voice for those who can't use their voice or, um, you know, so I try to contribute any way I can. If it's just writing um, about Black Lives Matter or equal rights or organizing um, protest march on my side of the water or whatever. So that's what I think we have to do. That's our responsibility, I believe, as artists. <clears throat> and so with 2017 still being a little bit brand new, are you working on something? Um, I mean, I'm definitely going to put your information in the chat room, but you're the only one in the chat room. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm, you know, whatever. I've I'm been writing on, the, like, on my page. I've been writing a lot. Um, I do a lot of slams over here, um, which is um, unique and odd at the same time because usually when I go to slams, I'm the only – I'm usually the only American, and I'm the only English-spoken poet. So, I mean, I go into these slams with under a disadvantage because I can't do can't do my pieces in German. Um, 
I do pretty well. <laughs> I mean, I do pretty well. Oh, I win some. I, was I lose say, some. We, we did it. Yeah, no, you I, and I did what the bilingual exchange or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I to sit there and really do a whole uh, <laughs> piece like that. It's, yeah. it's taxing on my little American uh, brain, but I'm learning German. Um, but my first language is English. That's my love. So, yeah. um, I would so rather to do. Your brain. Yeah, I would rather do it in English. And like I said, it's a disadvantage at times. But I mean, I do pretty well. Um, I get invited back to a lot of different places, or they're like, "Wow, we got somebody here doing English. That's cool. Hey, come to our spot." Um, uh-huh. It don't matter that you know it's twelve German slammers and you're the only English one. It don't matter. Um, just come through. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm writing as always, performing until I get too old. I don't want to perform on stage anymore. And then you need to stop. Yeah. Yeah. How old are you now? You're, you're still uh, kind of young. Forty-four. Really? How? Oh. Yep. Yeah, 44. About I thought eight. you were younger than me. I thought you were a little younger than me. Everyone always thinks I'm younger, but I don't know if that's a, a diss or not, if they think I'm young. I don't know if they're saying I'm immature well, or not. I don't know. <laughs> but well, no, for I'm, me, it's not a diss. It's definitely not a diss at all. I just really thought you were younger than me. Um, nah. You know, but... So what you got for me tonight, sweetheart? Um, um, I was sitting here listening to... Um, all the poets spit, and then um, I went to a slam not too long ago, and it was this poet's first time, like, uh, performing and um, slamming. So this is just a poem dedicated to, like, the new poets out there um, and why we do what we do. So this one is called um, uh, From One Poet to Another. Okay. It's easy to forget the struggle to write lines when rhyme schemes blur your sleepy eyes, making you question, why am I doing this? See, it's easy to forget the hustle, the open mics, the slams, the hours of practice, the two full tanks of gas it took to get you to a venue only to get exposure and a drink and, oh, wait, exposure. See, it's easy to forget before the spotlight that you just wanted a spot in the light, willingly stripping away the nervous to expose yourself raw for a few finger snaps and hand claps. See, today, as I hear the shaky timber in your voice give way to the thunder in your belly, how you stood on legs made of granite, not swayed by the waves of closed ears and unlatched tongues, I remember the amazing gift we poets have. Is what you and I, we have in common. It's the gift of making one see what you see. It's the gift of making people taste what you taste, feel what you feel, smell what you smell, shedding light on the dark places of ourself, unmasking the superhero of our soul and showing us the true identity of you. I remember why we do this. I remember why you and I do this. We do it for the love. So today, as I hear the shaky timber in your voice give way to the thunder in your belly, I want to say thank you. 
for making me realize the gift that I have from one poet to another. In peace. You know, I, I fell in love with your delivery of poetry from the very first time I heard you. And, I mean, I did. Y'all just don't know. I used to just, like, stalk blog talk just to see where he was at. Um, you know, just to hear him because his delivery is phenomenal. Um, and I know that for you it comes from a very different place. But how do you feel? What, like, what's the next step? Um as as those of for those of us who have been in this industry or um doing this for decades, from decades or whatever, to actually pass along the baton now to those who are coming up because that piece kinda of speaks to that, you know, uh, about the newbies coming up or the people who are scared to really express themselves or don't know how quite to express themselves. And so you know, what do you feel we have to do and should we do it in a way that because this is our legacy ultimately, you know, well maybe a portion or a part of our legacy. So mm-hmm. what do you feel we have to do in order to make that message a little bit louder or stronger? I think um, like your show and and my show and Bad Boy Number 1 show in the past and a few others, we do a lot. We cater to the young poets or the new poets or the ones who are afraid. We give them a safe place to express their art. And there's a difference mm-hmm. between building up and giving constructive criticism and tearing people down. See, mm-hmm. people, I notice that a lot, that a lot of poets, I mean, they're like at the top of their game, but they don't know how to give constructive criticism. They tear you down and they tear um, the young poets down. It kills the creativity, so we lose a lot of poets. Um only thing I can say is you be a mentor, um, give them constructive criticism, um, give them a space, safe, you know, place to um, express their art. And um, like I have a few poets who I hate to say that I'm a mentor because it really makes me seem like I'm old, like you know, oh, I'm old grandfatherly. But you no, know, I just <laughs> I take them aside and I just like. This is, if I were in your shoes, this is what I would do. And, you know, I've been to this spot before, and mm-hmm. maybe we should do it like this if you want to get this out. Oh, I love how you did your delivery, but if you slow it down or if you speed it up, you can get your message out more. Um, you know, you have to, we got to be mentors. We got to, it is our legacy. It is our art and you want to pass it on to someone so give it as a gift and don't mm. tear down and that's what I love about your show and that's what I really love about um, me and Bad Boy Number 1 show is it didn't matter what your stature is you were welcome we loved every piece um, it didn't matter if someone else thought it was trash we loved the attempt we love the bravery. We love the sharing, and that's what we have to get back. We're, you know, we're too busy trying to get accolades and like, oh, I want to be the best poet on the planet, but we don't want to help nobody else up. We want to tear you down and um, bash you, and you know, that's not, uh, that's not cool. Well, definitely, I know. I remember when you and Bad Boy Number One featured me on your show. I, you know, 
I took a shower. I did my hair. You know what I mean? Like, I really felt like I was in there with you. <laughs> I did. I was, so, I was so nervous. And I remember the first time you guys heard me, you know, and, and I was like, oh, my God. So to have you guys um, breathe inspiration into my ink and, and breathe confidence in, into my lyrics on, on so many different times, on so many different levels, that kind of fortified me and kind of helped me understand that this is where I can stand. It may not be where I stay, but this is where I can stand for right now. So I definitely believe that as, as a, and I still don't call myself a poet, I'm just a lover of words. As someone who's a lover of words, who's been in this for a while, I, I definitely believe we're supposed to be here to give a platform, to give an ear, to give words of encouragement. And although they may not sound like you, they may not sound like me, they may not sound like anybody else that we've ever heard, but that's the good thing because we need that that refreshment course or that refreshment course on how to actually listen and not mm-hmm. be ready to respond. Because if you've been in poet, poetry battles or, you know, you're kind of always ready to respond, like, where's the other piece? Where's, where's you know, where's your, where's your part? And so you have to actually, it's a humbling experience, I think, for me, um, to have you and others like you, like Lady Khadija and so on, and Lily, you know, and so on and so forth, to come on here and to just, just hang out with me, because I know you guys have lives. You're all the way in another freaking country. You know, did I lose him? No, I didn't lose him. Okay, did I lose no, him? No, he's still there. So, okay, so for me, it's, it's definitely epic, and I'm still waiting for my little white horse to come down the sidewalk. So whenever you are over here in the United States again, I can catch you, and we can maybe hook up and and write together in person. You know, um, oh, that would be awesome. That's on my bucket. That would be awesome. You know, so for sure. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming through. Um. I know it. What time is it over there in Germany? It's almost four o'clock. I'm up, I'm actually up watching the uh, All Star Game and doing some work. So, I mean, whenever I'm up, four o'clock in the morning. Mhm. Oh whenever gosh. I'm up, I'm usually um, I usually tune in. Like sometimes I don't sign in, but I'm always listening, especially on Sunday. I at least listen for like the first hour. Uh, whenever mm-hmm. you have a show, and then. I'm like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to like 3 o'clock, then I'm going to go to bed. Um, <laughs> but uh, since tomorrow yeah. is like a, a holiday, a federal holiday, I'm like, okay, I'm going to stay up and listen to the whole show. So um, So you guys have the holiday off over there too? Yeah, yeah, I do. I work okay. for the government, so I do. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I'm glad your wife is so understanding. and. <laughs> You know, he's like, I'm hanging out listening to poetry. Damn it. No. But um, so what are you, do you, you, you think you'll be publishing something new in 2017? I follow I'm, you a lot on Instagram. For those of you who don't I mean, know, this brother posts a lot on Instagram. I mean, I <laughs> have, um, I'm working on something. So um, I'm putting the finishing touches on it, and I'm just, Waiting on like somebody to like edit it and look at it and then you know do stuff and like I said I'm always performing whenever I get a chance and um so I mean that's what I'm focused on right now is just performing as much as I can and trying to get better um at what I do and so when I come to the states you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like okay, yeah, I can get on stage with Maya. I feel good now. I, you know, I can get on stage with Maya. I can Shut get on stage up. with like One Love. I can get on stage with like these um, 
these heavy hitters. So that's what I'm working on, oh, just trying yeah. to be better and being a better mentor to the poets that I have who I who are under me right now. So really trying. Okay. They make it hard, though. What? No, no, no. You make it hard, but you make it worth it. You know what I mean? You and Bad Boy Number 1 definitely made it worth it for me. Um, Max Parsons, everyone that was, uh, you know, Georgia, me, all of you, really made it um, very much so worthwhile. But, sweetie, I'm going to go ahead and put you on hold. Everybody, right. I posted his information on my Facebook page um, for Mr. Reynard or R. Yerby. I call him Reynardo. And okay. please check the brother out. <laughs> Please check the brother out. He is definitely phenomenal. He is a beast when it comes to this ink, when he comes to, um, you know, shedding his love and his talent. He is definitely uh, one of a kind on so many different levels. Again, as you see, he's calling in from Germany, 4 o'clock in the morning over there. That's, that's definitely deep. I hope I've made that much of an impact on others as well as him to where it allows you to feel like you have a safe place. Definitely you always have a safe place. My only the request is that you respect yourself and respect others and definitely respect me because if not, it's going to be another issue. But <laughs> with that being said, I have two minutes left in the show. Each one of us has to reach one of us to keep one of us. Please don't forget those who are out there who are less fortunate than you. Don't forget those who are out there who may be struggling in silence, who may not have a voice, who may not be able to come and say this is exactly what's going on in the ABCDE. Understand your glass is always half full, and no matter how many lemonades life deals you, you can make it as sweet as you want. So never forget that. And and first and foremost, through your, your, your faith and, and your prayers and your du'as and, and all of that, um, team fasting in the morning, inshallah, all week, um, definitely. So I am looking forward to bringing on some more uh, artists, inshallah, and, and featuring them on my show. Definitely see. Uh, i got a couple of sisters that I want to holler at because I had the brothers first. So for sure, for sure. I'm definitely going to be sending out some emails. And just take it easy, y'all. And I'll be back in two weeks if it's, you know, if it's the Qadr of Allah, inshallah. So we're looking at maybe around the, what, 5th of our March, maybe around that time. I'm taking it one step at a time. I, my cup is, is half full, and I want to keep that balance. And I want to be able to give you 200% of who I am every time I come. So with that being said, for everyone who called and listened in, my Wakil, everybody else, um, to my Papi, everybody that called in. Thank you so much for tuning in to Naked Inc. Another two hours. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you, Black Smithsonian, Lady Deja, Lili, Reynardo. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for calling in and listening. It's definitely been a pleasure. And I'll close it with love and peace. I said, I want to go to Hunter,